Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to you all. This is the Business Day Spotlight, your destination for African business made simple. My name is uh, Muriwa Gawaza, and for today, uh, we do get into quite an interesting uh, conversation uh, about, uh, you know, some of uh, the ways in which, um, you know, businesses are out there uh, trying to create, uh, you know, opportunities, uh, you know, for people um, out there. We often have these conversations, uh, you know, about what does it mean you know to be a good corporate citizen what does it mean uh to be able to you know contribute positively uh to the economy and uh today we are joined by a team uh you know from the unlimited uh they are you know a villain rent business you know out of kzn at least to my understanding and we're going to be talking to them just around um a new acquisition that they hope is actually going to be able to to help um you know to drive the employment agenda and to help us to unpack all of this uh, we are joined on the line uh, all the way from kzn we are joined by sean wright who is head of distribution over at the unlimited sean greetings to you today great to great to uh, be chatting you to you today no no thank you so much for being with us i think you know a a good place uh, that we could uh, start off this conversation for today is getting a sense of uh, you know the unlimited in doing a little bit of my uh, you know research about the unlimited i understand the business has been around for around uh, i think 28 years since uh, 1994 and uh, you know one of the things that i was quite amused by when i was doing that research is that uh, um, that the unlimited says that they are undefined by category or industry and i was like okay that's you know quite an interesting one so instead of asking what does the unlimited do right because that's usually how we begin a lot of these conversations i'm just going to ask how does the unlimited make money sure um so you're absolutely correct we were founded in 1994 so we're 28 year old business um you know we have a a massive purpose and that is to shift the lives of south africans uh, shift the lives of the community customers our people strategic partners and shareholders and the ethos that really underpins that is that we believe businesses should do better it's not just about making money um, you know, we've really focused in on three main areas, which is early childhood development. And we've done some remarkable work in that space, um, which I'd love to share with you. Um, we've also, you know, really focused on leadership and leadership development and then entrepreneurship. You know, we've, um, you know, worked with over th- and, and helped build over a thousand young entrepreneurs over the last 28 years. So, so it's, it's a lot more than just making money for us. Um, we do, we are an authorized financial service provider. We do sell a range of insurance products into the, into the market through a direct sales channel. Um, predominantly in the medical, um, death, motor and legal spaces. But, um, you know, we believe that businesses should do better and, and we're very proud of, of some of the amazing things that we've done. All right. I think that gives us a little bit more insight. Uh, Business-wise, I'm still here for the business. Uh, Business-wise, geographic footprint, I understand you're joining us from KZN. Is the business itself, you know, KZN-based and, you know, KZN-focused? Is it a national footprint? Is there an international presence? Um, You know, what's happening there? Sure. So, uh, head office is based in KZN Hotel. 
but we have over 35 offices national, so we are a national business, um, trade across across the country. We have recently acquired a um, international part of our business, uh, 100% owned, where we are doing some EPO work, um, you know, into Europe. So that's an exciting step. Um, but we are a fully national business in South Africa. No, 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 that's really great. And at least, you know, that's actually quite a number of offices because, um, you know, off the top of my head, if someone said name 35 um, cities, locations, towns um, in South Africa, you not not to say that you'll be hard pressed or that you won't do it, but it's it's not uh, it's a list that goes beyond you know just the ten um what do you call this the ten provinces and the capitals of those provinces. You now I can imagine that there's uh, you know footprint in some of the more outlying towns, um etc. So you know probably you know quite an interesting uh, business from that point of view. And 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 once again um you know when we're doing the research uh the billion yeah we they they we speak about you know a billion rand and i think uh, the people that, uh, you know, tend to listen, you know, would be interested to understand. Uh, when we talk about a billion rand, are we talking like from a revenue point of view? Are we talking like a, a valuation on the company? How do you guys arrive at that billion rand? And that would be revenue. So, I mean, we have a sales force of um, 1,500, over 1,500 people nationally. Um, you know, we write tens of thousands of policies every single month. And um, yeah, uh, annual revenue exceeding one billion rand. Okay, cool. I think uh, that that certainly makes sense. And you know, a billion rand is not a it's not a what you call this. It's not a small number at all. You know, there are a number of listed companies on the JSC. Um, you know, that find it uh, hard, particularly um, you know on the alt X that find it hard to even crack. Uh, that revenue number. So I think that gives us a sense of the scale, um, you know, when it comes to, you know, the size and scope of, uh, you know, that business. So now I want to shift to the 5,000 entrepreneurs, right? Um, you guys have an initiative, um, you know, um, around 5,000, um, you know, entrepreneurs. We often hear about, you know, these big headline numbers that people make, uh, you know, some of the claims we are going to, you know, create a million jobs or, you know, we've invested a hundred million dollars into education. And, you know, a lot of the time, um, you, you have organizations paying lip service. Um, and I think, uh, one of the big things that, especially given the the state of the economy right now, um, that people would maybe want to understand is, you know, just how you guys have differentiated, you know, how you guys are approaching uh, the 5,000, you know, what's underpinning it, how does it work? And I think more importantly, it's usually about the sustainability, uh, you know, just making sure that, you know, things like this aren't, you know, sort of like a flash in the pan. Absolutely. Um, it's something I'm incredibly proud to be part of. Um, like I said earlier, you know, businesses should be doing better. And our sales model is not just about hiring salespeople and making sales. Um, from the beginning, it, the, the sales model was built um, to take young South Africans from across demographics, across ages, and give them an opportunity to join a model and join a system where through, you know, hard work, we, we train them, we educate the guys, we give them you know, the leadership skills that they need and, and we grow leaders and we've been very successful in doing that. We've created over a thousand entrepreneurs over the last 28 years, as I said earlier. 
um, which has been a tremendous success. And we have the systems in place. We have the business model to scale that. Uh, we have the product. We have the territory. Uh, we have the leadership. And, and it's certainly, it's an ambitious goal, but it's a, it's a goal that we certainly are getting behind. And I mean, to your point earlier, youth unemployment is incredibly high. And it's just wonderful to to have a business that is so purpose driven. All right, that makes sense. So the mechanics, how does it actually work? Um, you know, the the, the actual uh, what it is, the type of work that you guys are, are doing. Um, is this a a what do you call this? Um, because you're talking about you know, I guess the sales side of the business. Um, what's actually happening is this a is this an access to market um supply development type of initiative where you're bringing in your independent parties to come and uh, maybe augment uh some of your sales capability um you know is it uh, is it a project where they're working with you know some of your partners what are the mechanics Sure. So we're a direct sales business, uh, primarily driven through face-to-face selling and itelli sales businesses. And basically how it works is um, we train and recruit over 600 young South Africans every single month. They would come into our business. All they require is a matric. They would come into our business. Um, they would, we would provide them with all the training that they need. Uh, we would teach them the leadership skills that they require. And we partner and work with these young um, young South Africans, we teach them sales skills, we teach them leadership skills, and we develop them to a point where they become their own business owners. And, and that's what we define as young entrepreneurs, where they can start employing other young South Africans and passing on their opportunity. So it is, it is scalable. Um, you know, it's built on a rock solid foundation and we have a proven track record. So it is, um, I mean, that's, that's kind of the model that underpins it. And then can I confirm that because we're using the word entrepreneur um, that uh, you've sort of engaged um, each business uh, individually? That's right. We, we're, we're very big on, um, on creating ownership and allowing, um, allowing these entrepreneurs to run their businesses so they're not employed. You know, they're not uh, in various commas, your typical salesperson. Uh, we teach them business skills. We teach them leadership skills so that they can, they can grow their business. I mean, we've had some amazing success stories of, um, you know, 15 years ago, bricklayer by the name of Sybil Corza joined our business. And today, you know, he's built his business up to 400 people, um, which is, which is an incredible success. Uh, and, and that's his business. And, you know, he runs a business of 400 young South Africans who are then giving opportunities to others. And, and that's across the country. So we have some amazing success stories uh, in that space. Um, I want to get a sense because uh, I, I can definitely see the rationale for, you know, doing something like that. You know, you bring on uh, some of these, uh, you know, independent businesses, you augment the sales uh, functionality, you help to, you know, build up, um, you know, some of the businesses along the way. And, you know, through your channels and networks, you know, they're then able to grow their businesses, you know, and the, the, the bigger those businesses grow, the more 
opportunities uh, there are to employ more people and you create you know this virtuous cycle of uh, of growth definitely understanding it from that end um, but um, if someone is let's say listening to this conversation and um, keen you know to maybe engage with you guys because this is already set something that you guys are already doing but um, they are listening and they want to engage and maybe understand how things work um, when you guys you know engage these guys is it a profit share is it a commission type of um, you know type of arrangement that you guys have uh, because I, I'm pretty sure this is one of those uh, you know everyone um, in the <laughs> I'm trying to find a better way to say this but everyone in the pipeline needs to eat <laughs> that's right and um, you know we are a business we view them as business partners and there's a, you know, there's profit share arrangement that we have with those business partners where, I mean, our business is based on win-win. So it's not a win-lose relationship. You know, they're winning and doing well, we're doing well. So a lot of our efforts and energy is put into making them successful. One of the things that we do when, when people join us is we unlock their dreams for their life and their goals and their aspirations. And we work very closely with them to unlock that. Um, so we're very dreams business and goal oriented business. And, um, you know, the effort make, put that we put in into getting them to be successful, them to win ultimately does, you know, benefit us as a business. So it's a real win-win methodology. Um, that, that idea of win-win, uh, some of, of, uh, one could take note. Uh, you know, of the way that, uh, you know, this is, this appears to be a theme, um, through this conversation, you know, from, uh, when you started describing what, uh, the unlimited does, you know, that idea of win-win, uh, appears to really be, uh, quite central to, I guess, the ethos of the business, but we're always just trying to understand in practicality and operationally how all of that fits in. And keen to understand, you know, this type of model that we are describing now with the 5,000 entrepreneurs, um, you know, how core or central is that to uh, the way that the Unlimited runs, you know, throughout the rest of its business? Is this a a new way of operating is this the way that things have always been done you gave us the example um just now of uh, the guy who started um who joined you guys 15 years ago and has been able to grow that business um so i just trying to get a sense of you know the this type of operating like this um is this the way that generally the unlimited um operates or is this for certain segments in the business uh, it's a golden thread that runs throughout the business. So I found uh, Ian Buckin, um, you know, founded the business on the principles of win-win. You know, he believes that in business, many businesses uh, raise on a win-lose methodology, and and he built the unlimited, the ethos of when others win, we win, and it flows throughout the business. Um, we put a lot of energy and effort into transforming and developing leadership within the unlimited and building our people, that is an amazing gift for our people to, to grow as leaders. So they win. And then ultimately the business wins through, you know, better leadership, et cetera. On the sales side, that win-win methodology is baked into our sales system. It's been around from the beginning and we've um, created over 50 millionaires through that model. So certainly that's, and, and a lot of those people are from previous leaders advantage backgrounds. 
And so it's an amazing opportunity for, for youngsters to come in, work hard, you know, learn an incredible skill, partner with an amazing business. And, and um, we've got many, many wonderful success stories where, where they shifted their lives, they've shifted their families' lives, and they've gone on to shift their communities' lives. So that is a that is a massive win back into South African society, and ultimately that's a win for our business. You know, someone who's listening to this might actually say that um, uh, the the type of uh, operating model that you're describing is probably the best way, um, or the way that uh, you know all businesses should be running. Um, but in a capitalist society, uh, that isn't always the case. And one may then ask or interrogate uh, to say that, um, you know, firstly, why aren't, you know, more businesses operating this way? And uh, I guess, you know, one of the bigger questions is uh, for a company like the Unlimited, is this a profitable, um, you know, way of operating? Because that tends to be uh, one of the big reasons why people shy away, um, you know, from truly executing, um, you know, on uh, on, on real, um, what do you call this? On real tap on real empowerment sort of programs um, in the country. Look, I can't speak for other businesses, but what I can say is that's been our operating model since the beginning, and it's uh, made the business what it is today. It's an incredibly successful business. Like I've said earlier, there um, are a thousand entrepreneurs and growing with some amazing goals. And um, I, I could never work in a business that does it any other way. I think there's a real purpose behind not only operating as a business and making money, but seeing others win along the way um, to see people, you know, from previously disadvantaged backgrounds come and learn a skill, work really hard and transform their lives. As I said earlier, there's a, a tremendous purpose to that. And it, it, it's, it's resulted in a very successful uh, growth of the unlimited business as well. So it's absolutely doable. And I think the last 28 years is proof that, that it can that it can be done. A couple of years ago, I remember doing a little bit of research and actually finding out that um, uh, what people term as business development support, uh, because in essence, uh, that's one of the big things, um, what do you call this? Uh, that's one of the big things that, uh, you know, is being driven, um, you know, from what you're talking about is to say, uh, a lot of the times what businesses want, um, yes, there's the funding aspect, but when you talk to a lot of entrepreneurs, they talk about access to market as being more the pressing need because that lends itself to an element of sustainability to say that, okay, fine, I can start, um, I can start driving sales, um, you know, through my business. I can start, you know, planning finances and, you know, working capital, uh, schedules and programs, you know, all of that stuff. And one of the more interesting things that um, I found out at the time was that business development support had become sort of like an economy unto itself, you know, where people come in, they incubate businesses, um, you know, you have, uh, you know, all of these support programs from corporates, um, you know, um, some people talk about incubators, whatever you want to call it. And that that was a 20 billion rand um, economy unto itself. And that uh, a lot of the time, um, the money wasn't even going 
necessarily to the businesses but rather um, to more towards uh, the specialists the consultants uh, you know that were helping you know quote unquote uh, businesses uh, you know to try and grow them um, along the way how does I, I, I've got a question. <laughs> I know that I've, you know, sort of gone off, but I do have a question to say, you know, how do you get more um, businesses, you know, that say that they want to support uh, small businesses to look at it a little bit more holistically and not merely as a tick box exercise because in essence that's what tends to happen there's a lot of people that say that they're here to help small businesses but it ends up uh, being something that um, they can tick off and say that we've done this but in but the entrepreneurs don't end up you know receiving um all of those benefits but you know i'm listening to you talking and you're talking about creating 50 millionaires uh so any insights from that point of view the key thing is that we have baked um you know win-win into our business model so it can't be a tick box exercise for us if we if we don't work with that you know, our partners and make them successful, we won't be successful. And that's baked into, into the business model. Um, you know, a youngster would join our business. There's, there's no consultants. There's, um, there's no pretty stuff on the side. We, we work very closely with these youngsters. We train them up. We teach them the skills. We give them the system support. We give them the product support. We give them the uh, legislative support. Um, we give them all the business support that they need to go and focus on running their businesses. And we work hand in hand with them. And like I said earlier, when they become successful, we're successful and there's no other way around it. It's it's baked into the model. It's baked into our values. Um, it's baked into our purpose. Um, a, lot of why a lot of us work in this business is because of that purpose of shifting people's lives, shifting uh, you know, our partners' lives and making them successful. Okay, uh, I think that gives us a little bit of color just around how all of that is happening. And hopefully we can see a growth in, you know, more of these, um, you know, types of business models, because, you know, I really do think that it would go a long way, um, you know, to helping the, the SME sector to grow, especially if you do have uh, that proper business support. Before we let you go, Sean, um, uh, anything else, you know, that perhaps you want to highlight? I think at the beginning of the conversation, you did say uh, that um, there are a number of initiatives that you guys have going. Yeah, so I think one thing that we're incredibly, incredibly proud of is our work in education, specifically in early childhood development. Um, you know, in the last 10 plus years, we have, um, you know, done some incredible things in that space. Um, we've partnered with over 3,200 pressures across the country and, you know, help over a million young South Africans become school ready. And, and that's again, that win-win philosophy I was talking about. You know, when we're winning, we give back to the community. I mean, this is the future. These youngsters are the future of the country. And if we're able to, you know, help educate those kids, make them school ready, you know, make them life ready, then that is the future of this company, this is the, that's the future of this country. And we've done some outstanding stuff uh, in, in that space. Kings go international with that into Africa. So yeah, I just really want to highlight that as, as definitely one of the, one of the, the real, you know, things to be proud of with regards to Unlimited 
in how we how we believe and support that the uh, businesses should be doing better. So that's been it, you know, fascinating business model, you know, that we're hearing about, you know, a company that is um, the unlimited, you know, the f- uh, primarily focused um, in the financial services sector. A uh, big part of the business is insurance. And, um, you know, that, uh, you know, a big part of that is being uh, driven through direct sales. Um, and then having a business model where, you know, you're bringing on, uh, you know, a lot of people um, and helping to empower people. So you, you know, through that, uh, you know, direct sales channel uh, right now driving a 5000 entrepreneur program, um, you know, going forward. And, uh, you know, one of the more interesting bits is that we often hear people talk about, uh, you know, win win. Um, but, you know, this seems to be, you know, more the proof in the pudding, you know, to say that, you know, if you can, you know, bring in um, businesses, you know, that help you to drive your sales um, and you give them the support that they need if they succeed then you as a business succeed and um, you know the unlimited um, is driving a billion rand worth of revenue um, annually you know and uh, that's as I said that is no small number at all and uh, you know a big piece and I guess it sort of shows uh, the fact that um, you know if you do structure some of these things right um, you can not only um, you know people talk about uh, you know you also you can you can do well by actually ha- having others do well um, as well. So you know, uh, always great to see um, you know some of these things uh, going forward. And also, one of the things that I liked about you know what Sean was talking about is the fact that uh, the, this type of business model is something that's baked in um, and that uh, and has been there you know from inception. It's not reactionary. It's not mandatory. It's not regulatory uh, because those tend to be the big reasons why uh, people end up um, getting into the world of business development support of some sort. It's you know part of the national agenda. There is usually um, you know mandates that are placed on businesses but if it's already baked in uh you know that lends itself uh to inclusive growth you know and in this particular case for a business uh that is based out of kzn but with a national presence so that's been it you know for this uh, discussion we were talking to sean wright who is the head of distribution over at the unlimited sean thank you so much for being with us today i agree have a lovely day This is Mudiwa's take. Being a good corporate citizen is something that, uh, you know, a lot of businesses uh, espouse to or at least say that they espouse to. And, uh, you know, going forward, it's going to be interesting to see how the... I'm going to call it the ESG discussion, that is uh, your environment, social and governance uh, discussion around sustainability because one of the core tenants um, around uh, the sustainability discussion is uh, this issue of how are you a good uh, corporate citizen and there's a lot um, of programs that are trying to help, um, you know, small businesses, you know, to grow um, because the country, countries around the world realize and know that you do need that 
that element of entrepreneurship um, you know that one man operation today uh, becomes in the case of the example that we got a 400 man operation you know down the line and you then help to feed families you know alleviate poverty reduce unemployment all of the big picture things uh, but they need an element of practicality so this is quite an interesting business model um, that the unlimited has uh, taken on you know to say that uh, you have this distribution channel this uh, sales channel uh, that is driven you know by these uh, small and independent business people and uh, you know the the better they do you know the yeah the better that they do the better that you as a business do and i think that's the ultimate win win you know because most of the time in economics we talk about asymmetric information um where one person knows something that you know that the other doesn't and a lot of the time that tends to abuse uh, that t- tends to lead, sorry, to abuse um, in the market where uh, a lot of small businesses, you know, suffer, you know, where that's about payment terms, um, you know, simply not getting access to uh, the market, uh, you know, abusive relationships with certain suppliers and, uh, you know, people not paying, you know, all of that stuff. Uh, but if you do find a workable situation where both parties are able to win, and that's the key. There needs to be winning on both sides, right? Because, yes, we can talk about, um, you know, a utopic um, type of uh, situation where, you know, a business is going out there and trying to empower people, right? But through that empowerment, the business needs to be able to make money from that empowerment. I think that's one of the things that's going to help to drive, um, you know, some of this empowerment because um, there needs to be a profits incentive. As long as uh, the doing good comes with uh, making money, I think you can make a better business case for it uh, because, as long as it's a tick box exercise, then people will always tend to be a bit lackluster about how they approach it. So, yeah, interesting. Uh, definitely a business to catch up with in future just to see uh, what type of progress has actually happened. And that's been it for this edition of the Business Day Spotlight. Remember that you can find our latest podcast on Business Live. That's under the podcast Business Day Spotlight tab on Twitter. We're hashtag BD Spotlight. And remember that you can review and subscribe for free on iono.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, or wherever you choose to get your pods casted. Thank you to our amazing team. Our producer is Paige Muller. I've been Mudio Gavaza of the Business Day and Financial Mail. And this has been another edition of the Business Day Spotlight which is a multimedia live production. So for myself and the rest of the team, it is good evening, good afternoon, and good morning.